Let's go back to the time of June 19, 1865. Today's episode of The Time When is a little bit different. Many of you know that I am a history teacher. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a history lesson today. A little bit of a history lesson of what Juneteenth is. Juneteenth is, is coming up. It's a holiday. It's not a national holiday yet, but many believe that it should be. And I would like for you to decide whether you think it should be a federal holiday or not. Welcome to the time when I'm your host, Chris McLean. Recently, you may have heard of a celebration known as Juneteenth. President Trump was criticized because he planned his first public rally for June 19th, 2020 in Tulsa which was the site of one of the worst racial violence in American history in 1921. What happened was a racist white mob killed hundreds of black residents. Tulsa had had an affluent black community called the Greenwood District, also known as Black Wall Street. So what triggered the fighting? A black teenager named Dick Rowland entered an elevator and the elevator operator was a young white woman named Sarah Page. While in the elevator, she screamed and Dick Rowland ran away. The police would go to his house and arrest him and charge him with sexual assault. An angry white mob arrived at the courthouse that night and they wanted the police to hand the teenager over to them, but the police refused to. A group of 75 black residents later that on that evening went to the courthouse to try to protect the teenager. And when they got there, they were met by 1,500 white men. When the aftermath of the two groups showing up, shots ended up being fired. The outnumbered black men retreated to the Greenwood area of Tulsa, and the white men continued to follow them. And the angry mob would then go on to loot, burn homes and businesses, and kill people over a 35 city block mile area. In the aftermath, all charges against Dick Rowland were dropped. Police believe He may have stepped on her foot accidentally while in the elevator, which caused her to scream. Some historians today estimate as many as 300 black people were killed and the businesses were completely looted and destroyed. This is why many felt that it was disrespectful for Trump to have his rally in Tulsa on Juneteenth. But Trump did agree to change his rally to Saturday, June 20th. But why is Juneteenth an important day? I don't ever remember learning about this day in high school or in college. But there is more than one Independence Day in the United States. And that day, June 19th, 1865, has come to be known as Juneteenth. On that day, June 19th, 1865, General Gordon Granger rode into Galveston, Texas and announced enslaved people were free now. Now I know what you might be thinking. The Emancipation Proclamation, which freed the slaves, but technically it freed slaves in states that had succeeded from the Union, so I'm not sure if it really even counted, but the proclamation was given two years before this. The proclamation was given on January 1st, 1863. So why are the slaves in Texas just finding out now, more than two years later, that they were free? Historians don't really know for sure 
why it took so long. There's a number of different theories. The first theory is just that news traveled slow back then. And it did, it did travel slow. When the Confederate Army surrendered, when Robert E. Lee surrendered, it did take two months before the soldiers in Texas knew that the war was over. But it didn't take two years. Other theories include Texas just suppressed the announcement or that the original messenger was killed on his way to deliver the message. One other theory is that the government purposely delayed telling them because they wanted one more cotton harvest first. But for whatever reason, the slaves in Texas, it took over two years before they found out that they had been freed. And although the announcement came that where they were free, they actually were encouraged to stay on their plantations to continue working. Some recall that day when the announcement was made and said some slaves ran before they even finished reading the proclamation. But as you can figure, the slave owners weren't very happy about this news or about the idea or the thought of slaves leaving. And many of these free slaves who would try to leave would be beaten, lynched, and killed. So on the one year anniversary, on the one year anniversary, the freed blacks in Texas decided they wanted to celebrate, but there was a problem. They couldn't celebrate in any parks. Segregation laws were coming into effect and there were no public places they were permitted to use. Many of the early celebrations would take place in rural areas around rivers and creeks, which is why fishing and barbecues are seen today as a way to celebrate this holiday. In 1870, a group of former slaves organized by the Reverend Jack Yates raised money and they were able to buy 10 acres of land and they called it Emancipation Park. It was the only public park and swimming pool in the Houston area that was open to African Americans until the 1950s. But they used this park to celebrate Juneteenth. Juneteenth celebrations eventually died down in the early 1900s, partly because of economic reasons, but it wasn't until the 1960s when Dr. Martin Luther King purposely scheduled a march for that day. Texas was the first state to make Juneteenth a holiday in 1980. And today, 41 states, including the District of Columbia, recognize it as a holiday, but it isn't a federal holiday. Barack Obama, when he was a senator, tried to make it a national holiday. He introduced legislation, but it still hasn't passed or become a federal holiday. There is an official flag to Juneteenth. To see the flag, visit my website, thetimewin.net. The flag is red, white, and blue, and has a star in the middle to represent Texas. And then there's another star around that star. And that represents the new freedom for the slaves. Different areas of the country celebrate Juneteenth in different ways. S Southern states mostly celebrate it with uh, oral history readings and barbecues. In the Southwest, a tradition for that day has now become to hold rodeos. 
Red soda water or strawberry soda is a common drink to celebrate. To learn more about Juneteenth, you can visit the National Juneteenth Observance Foundation website at nationaljuneteenth.com. So that's all for this episode. I thought it was good to give a quick kind of history lesson on what Juneteenth is. Make sure you subscribe to the show, leave us a review, and look out for our next two episodes coming out next week. They're going to do with schools going through desegregation. We're going to interview two people that are going to tell their experience of going to new schools the first year they were integrated. And remember, everyone has a story.